0: All right, everybody. How's it going? Welcome back to the Overflow Podcast. It is me, Ethan, and I'm joined today by the Brad Daskowitz. Brad, say what's up?
1: What up, y'all?
0: And, uh, you know, we're out tonight. You know, it's a Monday night. We are without our third, you know, talking head, Elijah Reed. He's at a concert tonight. He's He's terrible, you know, but I guess priorities are priorities. We know where we stand.
1: Yeah, yeah shows what he prioritizes.
0: Yeah. Ah, He's
1: not ready yes. to put his head down and grind.
0: Right. There's there's a, there's a very select people out there that are willing to do what we do. There's very a select amount of people that are willing to grind for what they want, get what they want, have an aspiration, work for it, achieve their dreams. And you know what, Brad? That's what we're here doing tonight. So props yeah, to us. Great. Um, you know, I hope that concert gets rained out or whatever, but you know, <laughs> anyways, anyways, uh, how was your week, man? How, how have you been?
1: It was good. I, uh, I went home to my dad's house, he lives like an hour from where I live. So I went home, saw him. It was good to see him. Uh, it was good to kind of get out of the area I live in. You know, you kind of yeah. sometimes get cabin fever or whatever, and he lives kind of out in a rural area, which I I like. like Something about just driving down country roads, and it's just like you know, forests on both sides, or like you know, you get a little corn in there. Right. Turn up the stereo. It's it's pretty right, nice. Right. A nice
0: little, nice little open field drive, man. That's what it's all about. Yeah.
1: Cu- country roads are underrated, but. What were you listening than, to? Oh, man. Um, I, I really like this country country artist. His name is uh, Riley Green. I've been listening huh. to him a lot. He just he just released a new album. He's got a. He's got a couple good songs on there. A new album? Yeah, it's called. Oh, yeah, uh, I think it's called. They don't make them like they used to, or something like that. Oh shoot! It's pretty good okay. though.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, I, just,
0: I know. I know a few of his songs, but Bradley mm-hmm. Green, man, he does. He does his thing, but good stuff.
1: Listen to, uh, uh, this is for everybody, listen to the song Jesus and Wranglers, and if you don't get your foot tapping on that song, then I don't know what to tell you. Jesus
0: and Wranglers. Dude, you're talking like you were raised in rural Texas, (laughs) West Texas.
1: (laughs) I wish, I wish, but how was your week?
0: It was good. Um, Girlfriend's family was in town, so got got to do some fun things in Omaha. We went to like a, it's like this big pumpkin patch festival thing they have every year called, it's called like Valas, and it's basically you know we're from the we're from the Midwest so we get it but it's like basically like a big pumpkin patch and there's like a lot of little like places you can eat a lot of little shows and it's just a thing that like everyone goes to like during mm-hmm. the fall, so that was fun it was really good weather, watched a lot of football on Sunday, um, yep. didn't have a lot of luck in fantasy this week which is unfortunate but um yeah work's been going to this week's gonna be a hard week man I got I got two night classes and night classes are like my least favorite thing ever like they're <laughs> just I, by the end of the day I'm just so ready to just tap out and be done and like mm-hmm. these classes are just oh my gosh it's it's just a little unnecessary but I digress I went so listen I went shopping today I had to do my grocery shopping on a Monday which is I feel like bizarre because I never really go grocery shopping on a weekday, but I'm curious. I had a question. When you grocery shop, what is like your, what is your like directive? Like what are you looking to do? Are you like somebody where you're like, I got a list and I got five things that I need to get. And I, here's my routes to get them. Or are you like, I'm going to like circle the store and grab things that look nice. You know, what's, what's your goal at the, at the
1: supermarket? See, I uh, first things first. Like my my dad always told me, never go to the grocery store hungry. And I thought that was a I thought that was a load of bull. Like when you're in high school or like that's where I went, that's I went
0: wrong. That's where I went wrong. Yeah,
1: you you think that's a load of bull until you grow up and you actually have to do it, and you're like, it's no, it's 100 percent true because you're just like, <laughs> oh, they got chocolate covered cashews, yes sir. <laughs> You know, like you just find any reason, any reason to buy anything. But um, my, I'm not very efficient. Like I'll spend the day at a supermarket. Like I'm, I make a list obviously, but I like go down every single aisle, like checking off my list till I reach the last aisle. And then I go all the way back to the register, which is like not smart if you're trying to save time, but it's like. You know, sometimes you're like walking down and you forgot to add something to your list. And you're like, you know, what? I do need tomato paste. Let me grab that real quick. Right. Like, so that's just what I do. But I mean, I can be more efficient where if I if I just need three things, then I'll just grab them. But if I need a whole bunch of stuff, then I'm I'm an every single aisle kind of guy.
0: Yeah. So so where I went wrong today was was in fact going while I was hungry. So that that did happen. <laughs> That did happen at the local baker's today. I went and uh, yeah, you know, you just see the most random things, and like especially me, dude. My stomach is like a literal black hole, and it's like if I just get hungry, it's like I will eat anything. And so I did end up grabbing a, like a two-pound bag of fried butterfried shrimp, butterfly shrimp. But you know, that's neither here nor there. Like <laughs> it, it's it's not something that we like go down like bragging about but that is definitely what happened at the supermarket. I was hungry. I did get a couple things that I probably don't need, but I do now have. So I, I'm very similar, but I kind of see the supermarket as a little bit of a therapeutic experience. Yeah, I have, like, I love, I set off time to go to the supermarket. And when I go, like, I'm not worried about seeing people I know, like, all I do is I throw in the headphones, I get in like comfy clothes, and I'll I'll peruse the the aisles for for a little bit. Like I'm not worried about time, you know. Like I'll mm. get this, I'll find the good deals. I I gotta visit the clearance rack every time I go. I gotta visit okay. yeah the clearance groceries, see what's going on, <laughs> but um, make sure it's not expired, obviously. But no, yeah. I I love going to the supermarket. Uh, went there today, got Very home, cool. I just. Yeah, I feel like, like I've just been, been doing a bunch of sh- a bunch of stuff. So,
1: where do you what, what? supermarket did you go to?
0: I go to Bakers. So Bakers is like a Kroger store, essentially. It's just okay. like
1: yeah. So, now let me ask you this: This is a little impromptu, um, not planned. Let us get your quick like top three rankings of your favorite supermarkets because I, I know mine, but oh. I'd, I'd like to hear yours. And I think we'll have a little bit of crossover, so this will be interesting.
0: Good question uh in order or no order
1: cuz no I could order. rattle
0: I could rattle 3 off right now that I think I would put in there.
1: You know what, let's do ranking because I I I think it'll be hard for me to pick one, but I I want to put myself in that position.
0: So at number 3 like hand on the Bible, I'm honestly going to put Bakers in there at number okay. 3. It's just mm-hmm. it's always got everything I'm looking for like the a big indicator, like like I have announced on a previous podcast. Spoiler alert, I love a good rewards program, and uh Baker's is is the one for that. Mm. At number two, speaking of rewards programs, give me Safeway. Spent a lot of time at Safeway <laughs> in my days in Phoenix, Arizona. Absolutely love that store. Just the way that it's set up is so efficient. The people are always super nice. I got to know the workers. I just it's like Going to the supermarket is an experience, man. It's like you don't just look at the prices, you know? It's all it's about yeah. feeling at home. It's about feeling welcome. And it like Safeway always did the job. I always got like a closer parking spot. But uh Safeway number two, and then Brad number one. Let me get Meyer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> at the yep. one spot. Yep. Let me okay. get Meyer at the one spot. That's my one. No brainer. Talk about talk about an more upscale kind of larger supermarket that just the, and here's the thing with Meyer is the Meyer branded things are fire. Yeah, Like all of them are elite. Undefeated. And, like, the prices are like great. They're, they're great. There's nothing wrong with Meyer. They do everything right. A Midwest based company. So, you know, they're doing things the right way over there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, give me Meijer. Number one, that's my roots, man. I grew up on Meyer. like that. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything that I've done in my life, has been through at one point through, through Meyer. So I'll uh, respect, respect Damn to straight. the people over there. Yeah. Um, what about you? Give me top three. All
1: right. So I gotta, I gotta give an honorable mention. I was just thinking of this. I, I mean, my number one is Meyer, but we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> honorable mention goes to, you're not going to know what this is, but it's called Caputo's. There's Caputo's. maybe, there's maybe two or three of these and it's an Italian, uh, supermarket and when I say they have the most colorful produce section I've ever seen in my life like they have literally any fruit you want in this place like okay they got it it's probably in like a pre-made salsa you can buy too like it's it's money the only problem is that there's only a couple of them and the one that's closest to me is still like 30 minutes away so it's kind of a treat to go there but um yeah yeah my my number three has to go to Fry's and like for all the Illinois people, the you know, Midwest people, Fry's is like a it's related to Kroger and it's a Arizona, you know, California Western thing. It's very good and the deals you get there. Like I swear I walk up there and I like, you know, run my card through and then they're like, You got a fries card? And I'm like, Yeah, for yeah. sure. And it always takes minimum twenty dollars off, no matter what it is. Yeah so fries fries. is a little bit
0: too fries is a little bit too like run down for me honestly oh
1: yeah yeah little ghetto little ghetto
0: yeah you got to be careful walking around there
1: yeah there's definitely at least five homeless people out front but if you make it through that kind of nice um my number two this has to go to the big box literally uh it's got to go to (laughs) costco wholesale
0: Oh, good
1: pick. I love Costco. You know, they got the cheap gas, they got, you know, whatever size packaging you want, they got it. And double that, you know, it's right. They're just clutch. Like if you need anything for a party, you have to go to Costco because it's like, you know, red solo cups buy seven hundred for twelve dollars. Like how <laughs> am I, how am I supposed to beat that? You know? Right. That's a good um point. and then number one, we already talked about it, Meyer for the people from Arizona, Meyer is like a, it's like a, it's born in, in Michigan actually, but it's like a Midwestern grocery store. And they just, it just gets the job done. Like it is old reliable, old faithful, like no matter what they got it, the Meyer branded stuff is amazing. If not better than the actual, you know, uh, name brand it's, Lovely Absolutely. in there. Lovely in there. Nice deli. They got the seafood if you need it. It's it's goaded.
0: Good 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 list. Um, my honorable mention is going to be uh, Trader Joe's. I think Trader Joe's. Mm. I think we. W- I think we would be in trouble if we didn't at least mention Trader Joe's. But um, honestly, Trader Joe's for what it's worth, they have some very quality. Like things that are specific to Trader Joe's, like they don't just sell like the name brands. All the Trader Joe's branded items are like actually pretty good. Like, and they always got seasonal stuff. They're always on top of their game. Um, mm-hmm. The people there are phenomenal. The the workers, <laughs> very good people. <laughs> and um, talk about just a colorful store. They they got they got it going on. And um, priced with a place like that, and it's it's a trendy place too. You would assume that it's yeah. You'd assume that the prices would be a little bit more crazy, but honestly, it's not. Like in it some doesn't, cases, it's better.
1: They it were doesn't one of the only sense. companies that held
0: down. They were one of the only companies that held down the egg industry, and said, <laughs> and said, we will not raise the prices. So respect.
1: There you go. See, I don't. I, it doesn't make sense to me how Trader Joe's can look so like trendy and hipster, but it's still like pretty much dirt cheap. Like. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Like something's going on there. Like they have ties to the to the Middle East or something. Like (laughs) I don't
0: know. It doesn't funding the Israel Hamas war.
1: uh, No, literally, like Ukraine (laughs) loves Trader Joe's. um, (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's like a the the thing for me is I'm not a super like fancy guy, and while Trader Joe's prices don't reflect it, like. It's just a little too nice in there, you know. Like it's a yeah. little. It's, it's like I almost feel out of place.
0: I can see how some questions would be raised about Trader Joe's for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And the dude, honestly, we forgot to mention Aldi. You a big Aldi
1: guy? Uh, it's it's good. Like if you're shopping on a budget, but it the Aldi brand stuff is not close to it. name brand.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I can meet you out there, but um. Good list. Good list overall. I think I think we got a lot of a lot of good places shouted out there, a lot of regions in the United States, and we'll get more into the regions of the United States here in a little bit. Um yeah. spoiler alert. But um, Brad, let's go into our, our our moneymaker, our our big segment of the day. Even though Elijah's not here, we still got a blessing and a curse. So mm-hmm. would you like to start, sir? Do you want to go do you want to go blessing and blessing, curse and curse? Or do you want to go blessing curse blessing curse?
1: Let's uh, wow, put me on a spot. Let's go. Uh, I'll just do my curse and then my blessing, and then uh, yeah, you, can, I like you can do yours. So my curse is uh, growing old, and I know that's like very obvious. Like you're twenty six, I'm twenty three you know, it's, we don't gotta (laughs) (laughs) settle down. (laughs) I am not 26, but I'll be telling people that. (laughs) Oh man, my fault.
0: Uh, I get, listen, man, (laughs) being the oldest friend in a friend group has its perks, but like everyone thinks you're like five years older than the next man up. I could, (laughs) I could be two months older than the next guy. And like, I'm grandpa and I got to drive everywhere and I got to do all this stuff because I'm, and it's like, Okay, it's fun being old, but like at the same time, let's, sep- let's so, step so step back.
1: So if you guys couldn't tell, Ethan, Ethan just turned twenty four. Happy belated birthday, October twelfth. Um, sure. But Ethan is also a little sensitive about his age, so that's why I feel like this, <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> this topic will hit home. Um, oh gosh! But my my like curse is growing old. So like it, it it's it's getting cold in the Midwest, right? It's getting you know it's fall i getting to, to get some fall weather in, and, you know, I'm at, I'm at my grandma's house, and I'm, like, you know, I take care of her yard because she can't really do it, and she can't, like, afford for someone to pay for it. Um, so, I, you know, I'm raking leaves, right? I'm raking leaves, and she has, like, two massive maple trees in her yard, like, huge. <laughs> like, you can't see the top of them. You can't see through all the leaves. They're, they're just so big. Anyways. I'm in their backyard and I'm raking these leaves, right? This is like two weeks worth of leaves. So it's a lot. And, um, you know, I rake it all up. I get all of it together. And I'm like, this is about to make such a dope pile. I rake it all up. I get all these leaves into this massive pile. And I looked at it and I was like, I came to the realization. I don't know if anyone can relate to this, but I can never jump in a pile of leaves again because there is no amount of leaves that can hold my weight from absolutely smashing myself into the ground, oh. you know, and I was like, damn, you know, I really like I've grown old, but I can't, I'll never experience that again. Like jumping into a pile of leaves because there's just, yeah. there ain't enough leaves in the earth on the earth for me to do that. So that's
0: a harsh curse, realization right there.
1: My curse is growing old. What, what's maybe a realization you had as you grow older?
0: I think weather plays a big part of it, and specifically, a talking piece that I have here is like a big. Listen, maybe it's just, maybe it's just workplace conversation in general. But I find myself bringing up the weather in conversation, and like to me, like it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Like I'll just be you know doing my thing. Oh, I'll see a coworker. Hey, man, like how's it going? Let's start up a conversation. And then like all of a sudden, I don't know what I'm thinking, but I just like the words. Man, you, so you liking the weather lately? That just comes out of my <laughs> mouth. And I'm just like – and I'm like, what was that? Like, who am I? Like, why am I talking about this? And i am <laughs> so I so like, lame? And I'm such an advocate for, like, talking about things that aren't cliche. Like, anybody I talk to, I'll be like, man, don't ask me about, like, what I'm about to do this weekend. Like, ask me about, like, other crap, you know? But, um, mm-hmm. like, every time – like, me asking about weather and being, like – involving weather in conversation has been my indicator of like man maybe i'm getting up there maybe my time is coming soon i don't know mm-hmm. um that's been my indicator but yeah w- bringing up weather in conversations
1: yeah nothing nothing like bodily where you're like oh i can't move like i used to <laughs> yeah i mean we're we're still young but like you know
0: oh i'm still putting up 36 and 12 in a rec league
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't, yeah, don't sleep yeah, on all, that. All right. Yeah, against 50-year-olds, yeah, I could do that too.
0: <laughs> all right, man. What's your what's your so that was your curse, growing old. Mm-hmm. Let, give me your blessing, man. What's your blessing?
1: My blessing is like this only hap- like it's been hard because we've been going to school and stuff. So we're like, you know, bouncing around in and out of cities. My blessing is getting to know like a person at your favorite like restaurant or a bar on a personal level Ooh. like that is such a life hack that no one like no one like says like you have to do this like your parents should teach you how to do that because yeah. it can save you so much money and like so much hassle if you just know someone in the establishment because like you can go like we're i was going to a restaurant with someone like a couple weeks ago and we like walk up to this restaurant and it's like, you know, there's like three, four or five people in line. And just because I happen to know the server or the person like serving, they were like, oh no, you're good. Just come on in. Like they just seated us immediately. That's... That is so clutch. And then like, we also this, um, I mean, the people that are from here will know what I'm talking about. Alley 64, you can find me there every Friday night um it's like a bar but i i don't go there for the bar i go there because they have like tvs on and stuff and i yeah. know the server so like i'll go in sit down at the bar and kelly will walk up and she'll be like hey how's it going i'm like good you know she'll be like miller light on draft i'm like yep oh bad you know she just like hooks it up she hooks it up and it's like it's just clutch like getting to know someone on a personal level like that where you're like you get an in, but that's not why you were doing it in the first place. You were just being friendly. Right. So that's my, that's my blessing.
0: Dude, being friendly, like really pays off. And like, I know that just sounds obvious, but like, I think the norm has become like being an asshole. And <laughs> yeah. Like if, if you just show people kindness, like, dude, you can make those relationships easy. And, and like, I get what you're saying. Like that is such a good blessing because just being like being a, What's the word I'm looking for? Being a regular at any place is a good yeah. feeling. Like being like going where you're known. What's that famous song where it's like, "You want to go where the people know your name" or something like that. I don't know. Maybe that's a slogan. <laughs> no like, no Logan idea. Steakhouse or something. But um, <laughs> but like, like walking into a place and then everyone's like, "Oh, like what's up?" Like a barber shop, you know, like a, a bar. If you made like a even a coffee shop, like even like church bringing church into it like just going yeah. and people being like oh dude like what's good and you're just like man like that's mm-hmm. a that's what being home is man being home is just going where the people know your name that is definitely a song go home is where the people know your name that is something people got to <laughs> let us know if you listen to this and you know what that is please let me know it's going to be bugging me for the rest the rest of the night but um yeah good good um good blessing on that one what do you got so I got a bone to pick, Brad. That's I cute. got a bone to pick with not a specific person, but a specific group of people, I would say. I've got a bone to pick with the dessert industry. And <laughs> talk okay. about a group talk about a group of people that are getting caught up in the times, the dessert industry. And a lot of people may be listening like, what do you, what does he mean by the dessert industry? Is that a pronoun? Is that, is that something for like a, a, a specific a group pronoun. of people? No, 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 That's not, that's not a specific. That is, think of what is a dessert is, a sweet, and think about anybody and everybody that's involved with that. So let me, let me get into my beef. The other day, I, me, me and my girlfriend, we go to church. After church, we're like, you know what just sounds fire right now? A donut so we're like dope like let's go get some donuts like this is a big city they gotta have like a nice little quaint donut shop where they just make super like fire homemade donuts look up this place it's called hertz donuts i'm gonna shout them out not for the right reasons it's called it's called hertz donuts okay it's ready to four star like let's go check it out it's a donut shop we walk in and by the way Traditional donut fans, you got over here. Give me a give me a cake donut with with chocolate and sprinkles, and I'll be a happy man. We walk into this donut shop, right? We walk up to the to the stand. A whole a whole litany of donuts is before my eyes, and uh, we look into the eyes of the worker and we say, "Hey, uh, we're just going to get a couple glaze and call it a day." And he goes, "Oh, we don't do that here." And I go, "What do you mean?" what do you mean you don't do a glazed donut and he was like we just have these ones and he points down and i kid you not it was like cake donut with a bunch of frosting and fruity pebbles drizzled on top with bacon bits and the oreo donut with the frosting and dude every single donut was just like not even a donut we we, we have as a society we have
1: crossed Man, so with you bro
0: we have crossed the threshold of what makes dessert dessert and i've coined the term we have cakeified these non non cake kind of things and this is not the only example of where this exists in society donuts 100% like look at all these instagram accounts it's it's not just a glazed donut anymore you got pounds of frosting some sort of cereal on it so, and it's just the most extra. Like it's about fourteen hundred calories in one donut. Now let me tell you something else. There's another company out here. Talk about a company that's lost its fastball.
1: Crumble cookies. Yes, this is I'm sorry. <laughs> this is what I was literally gonna bring up. I'm I was about like, a
0: company <laughs> that lost their fastball. Crumble cookies was never even in the batter's
1: <laughs> We and- are so on the same page right now. I was like, this is something a lot. Like crumble cookies. Exactly.
0: (laughs) What happened to the chocolate chip cookie? Why did we have to hit a U-turn and make it a lemon poppy seed raspberry sorbet frosting with lemon drizzle? Like what are we doing? What are we doing? If I (laughs) wanted that, I would just go and get like a cake from Baskin Robbins or something. But no, we have decided to take the simplest – The simplest sweets we have in this world, these, the simplest, uh, what am I, what am I thinking of? Just desserts and just make them something that they don't need to be. We're becoming the cheesecake factory of the dessert industry where we don't specialize in a few specific things anymore. We have a whole menu and you get to choose exactly where you want to fall on the menu. I can't go in and get a glazed donut anymore. I got to get a bacon bits, maple, honey, walnut. I got to get all these stuff on it.
1: I can tell you're very passionate about this, but I am also very passionate. And it, it, I, first of all, if you don't make it, you being a donut shop and saying you don't do glazed donuts, yeah. is like Michael Jordan saying, I don't shoot mid range. It's yeah. just, what, no, no. It's yeah. you You know what you're made for. You mm-hmm. are meant to do that well. And then if you want to get fancy every now and then, you shoot from half court. All they're right, becoming cool.
0: something that they're not. They're I don't becoming, got a problem
1: with that. Yeah, They got offered
0: a, they got offered a max ex- extension for their donuts. They, they got the money, and all of a sudden, instead of a scorer, they became a pass first. They, the, Ben's, the real Ben Simmons, something happened where they, they turned around and yeah. something
1: went wrong. It's like the center saying, I'm not getting any re- more rebounds. Like, and you're like, what, what do it? you mean? What do you mean you're
0: only shooting threes now? We need you yeah. to get rebounds. We need yeah. you to make a glazed donut.
1: So I I am so with you because it, some of these donuts I see, like literally I'll see a donut and it's like, it's like a cake donut with white frosting. And it has like a chicken tender on top. And you're like. what are we doing what are we doing what do we got a
0: chicken tender on the donut for
1: yeah oh my gosh there's this place there's this place right by me it's called um oh gosh i can't think of it right now but they do they do they only do donuts on the weekends it's called oh my gosh i cannot think of it but i was so excited to come home because i love this place and i would go there in high school and they just i just get cinnamon sugar normal donuts. It's like 88 cents and I'll get a coffee and then it comes out to like $3 and I'm, I'll, hand yeah. them a, I'll hand them a five. I'm like, keep the change. And they're like, <laughs> that they're like is that. one
0: of the be- most beautiful things in life right there. Doing exactly that.
1: Yeah. And, uh, they just do, they just do their donuts, right? It's just very simple, very casual donuts. And, uh, I just, I cannot be more with you right now.
0: Yeah, dude. And here's the thing, man, is you like you were talking about that chicken tender donut, you would probably pay like $12 for that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what? It it, it makes me so mad thinking about it. Because I'm sure like the person that might have discovered it. Yeah, it might have been a good idea. And we're like, Oh, like, this is interesting. This is like a new thing. Mm -hmm. But like the fact that that takes precedence. Over a glaze, a sprinkled donut is like, yeah, we're headed in the wrong direction right now.
1: So I remember the name They're uh, They're called Hans Bakery. I want to shout them out because they're, Hans. they're goats. Shout out. Hans. They're goaded. They're like a German bakery. They're like hole in the wall. It's very like it's not fancy at all. It's like rinky dink. They make the donuts outside and it's like, you know, I don't understand how you mess up dough like fried dough and sugar and, you know, right. water like that doesn't <laughs> doesn't make sense to me. But I'm with you. And I was exactly thinking of crumble. I've never been a huge fan of crumble. It's good. Don't get me wrong. But it's like you get a cookie and then you cut it in four and you eat a quarter. And you're like, I'm going to just eat the quarter today. And then you go back to it later on anyways. like And it's it, stale.
0: And it's don't, stale.
1: Don't kid yourself. You know what you're doing. So
0: Yeah. And who – like, ugh. The fact that you have to eat a quarter of it really just pisses me off. Because mm-hmm. that is literally not a cookie anymore. Cookies are meant to be, people used to eat two cookies in one sitting. That's how, that that was when society was at harmony. But yep. now we got to cut a fourth of a cookie and it's the same caloric intake as if I were to take two cookies. Mm-hmm. And, oh my gosh. So anyways, yeah, I won't talk the entire podcast about my fuming, fuming despise for, the dessert industry but I'm glad that you mm-hmm. feel the same I'm glad you resonate with some of those points let me get into my blessing now let's hear it my blessing and I think this is going to be a hot take but I think somebody needed to step up and say something about it arby's is not bad
1: <laughs>
0: and if you if you are out here hating on arby's you are a sheep And you don't have your own opinion on things and you're just listening to what other people say. (laughs) For some reason, it has become so popular to hate on Arby's when they have done absolutely nothing wrong. They have changed with the times. They have nailed what they're good at, a roast beef sandwich. They have done everything. They've (laughs) checked all the boxes. They have good sauces. What is Their fries are a top five fry in the fast food industry. Mm-hmm. The only company to, to hit the nail in the coffin with curly fries and do it well. Mm-hmm. What is the problem with Arby's? If your problem is you don't like roast beef sandwiches, get something else. They have like five other things that are bangers on that menu. The sliders, I fat, out of any fast food slider, I have not had one better than Arby's. And I mean that. And they have happy Ooh. hour there too from two to five. They're like a dollar sliders. The Buffalo Chicken Slider is phenomenal. You, If you are hating on Arby's and it is out of ignorance, if you are hating on Arby's out of ignorance, you are a sheep. You need to stand up and take some leadership over your life. Go to Arby's. Get yourself something that sounds good and have an honest sit-down meal. And then after that, tell me you don't like Arby's. Tell me you hate Arby's. I would be surprised.
1: Keep it a buck with yourself. I, I I don't hate that take. I think Arby's is uh, – I think Arby's gets a bad rap for no reason, but I also yeah. think that there's just better options out there.
0: Yeah, and I'm not sitting up here saying it's going to contend with the McDonald's, with the Taco Bells of the world. I'm not saying it's like part of that upper echelon of fast food restaurants, but I am saying there's no reason why people should be rating it as low as
1: they are. Mm-hmm. There's no reason. They got a great mushroom and Swiss burger there. I ain't gonna oh, I lie. Bet. I it's bet it's money. But you know, you gotta like mushrooms to like that. I like mushrooms. Um I don't I don't hate that, but I also think your your excitement for it is a little like that ain't me. Arby's is good, but it ain't. I'm not I'm not gonna be an advocate for it. I'm not taking a bullet for Arby's. But it yeah. sounds like you're pretty passionate.
0: I am. I am. And, and it is a hill that I would stand on. It is a hill that I would I would love to talk to people about and, and kind of see where they're coming from. But um, I think Arby's has gotten a lot of undeserved hate in its time in the league and um, very un- <laughs> un- unneeded. It's done its job. It's been a loyal player. It's been a loyal part of this organization. And the Fast Food Association honors Arby's as, as for their tenure here in the league. And I think as fans, we should be doing the same
1: i think uh i think you're gonna get some hate on that but i i i respect you for standing up what you believe in if if
0: listen if people have it and they just don't like it that is different again remember remember what i said if you're if you're not liking it out of ignorance if you're just like oh i've like had it one time when i was six if that's your reason (laughs) then that's a terrible reason Mm -hmm. like i think you need to be more open-minded and you need to and listen, I, I feel like I sound like a psycho because both of my takes have been about food and I'm like getting overly passionate about this stuff. But this is yeah. the stuff that goes on in my head. This is the stuff that goes on in my head. I only get passionate about a few things in life and it's it's talking talking Jesus, talking sports, and talking food.
1: Damn straight. Talking football.
0: Talking football. Shout ah. out Jake Moody.
1: Shout out T.J. Hawkinson just came back in the game after getting injured for the second time. Absolute dog. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, Arby's is great. It's it's definitely underrated, and it definitely gets a bad rap. But uh, I'm not. I I would not draft Arby's in my top five. You know.
0: Okay. Well, they're not a, they're not ahead. a lottery pick. Hold on, you hit me with the impromptu draft. I'm gonna hit you with the impromptu draft. And we have oh. our main draft coming tonight, so I'm gonna hit you. Listen, this is like a UFC card. The main card is at the end with five picks. the 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 preliminaries, the first one was a three round pick. <laughs> this is also gonna be a three round draft. Fast food restaurants, in mm-hmm. order, with an honorable mention, go.
1: Oh, okay. I I know for two for sure that gotta be in there. Yeah, on, um, I got to think of
0: mine too. I got to think of mine. Yeah, too.
1: let me, let me, let me. Let me look at my draft board real quick. Cause um, <laughs>
0: let me look at the, let me look at the board. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, I know. L- let me just let me just start off with my honorable mention. I don't know if this is even top five, but it's another one of those that gets way too much hate, and that's Burger King. I'm sorry, but whoa, you, it's been way blown out of proportion of like who deserves to be in there and people are like burger king's trash you know but um it's that's it's a pretty
0: cold take brad that's a pretty cold it, take.
1: yeah hard. i know i know but guess what burger king has a top five fry in the industry so i, I don't really want to hear it um <laughs> but here, here's what i do need to say though my true honorable mention is wendy's wendy's is such a low-key player like that's a bill belichick pick like yeah you, system he's not player He's not on anyone else's draft board, but I'm telling you, he is going to perform in the league. Wendy's is money. They got chili. They got baked potatoes. They do oh, it yeah. all. They, you know, the Baconator, it's gotten a little expensive. I understand that, but that's not what we're drafting for. And uh, I, I just need to make sure Wendy's gets its proper shout-out. Number three is McDonald's. Shout-out. People, people hate McDonald's. For, they like to say McDonald's is, you know— gross or whatever like mcdonald's was there for you when you were at your worst and it's there for you when you're at your best mcdonald's
0: raised that... a lot of these people that are hating on it now
1: facts facts so i i
0: 100 um, agree with that
1: mcdonald's gotten a little expensive now i need to put put a pba out there and just say you know chill out with the prices and mcchicken is not worth 350 sorry no
0: no um,
1: no it is not anyways um what did i have to say Number two, in and out. The Midwest people might not know about this pick. I'm sorry, it's not on your draft board, but it's on everyone else's and it's a lottery pick. I don't care. In and out is delicious, it's cheap. You know, it's good when you're literally doing anything after a concert. It's always open. Like Mm -hmm. they got Bible verses on the cups. What what else do you want from In N Out? They're they're doing things right. A generational talent. It's a
0: well-coached
1: team. Um, and my number one, I don't even know if this is fast food, but it should be partially fast food is five guys. Yeah, that's what
0: I was going to ask you before the draft is like I feel like that's leaning towards fast casual, but <sighs> I think we should I think we should accept that play because it was impromptu.
1: It's yeah, but it's 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 i don't know what else i don't i don't i don't even have anything to say it's like you know victor i will Wendin- say
0: brad you put me on five guys you did how <laughs> so i was not a real big five guys dude and then i that weekend where we saw john bellion me and oh. select shout out select we came to uh your place or was select there yeah he was we came to chicago and then that we was went a- to a fu- yeah, that was a minute ago. We wow. came to – yeah, I bet you're a little surprised I pulled that one out. We went to Five Guys the the day of, and we went to – yeah, the Five Guys in downtown. And I remember this specifically because you put me on to the malt vinegar with the fries.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep, we went to the Five Guys on Michigan Avenue. That was such a crazy, like, <laughs> three days, bro. That's still to this day the best concert I've ever been to. Oh, yeah. No, easily. Um, But – Yeah, I think five guys, like, I don't even have to say anything. The people know what's up. The fries, the burgers, maybe the price is a downfall, but guess what? You're getting what you paid for.
0: Absolutely, and you're having leftovers, too.
1: Yeah. If you eat
0: all that, you got a problem.
1: You order a small fry, and they fill a brown paper bag with fries, and you're like, I don't even know what to do with this.
0: (laughs) This is too much potato. Too much much starch.
1: Not to mention the peanuts. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead.
0: (laughs) Okay, so honorable mention. I have a take here. I have a take here, and I'm and I'm curious what you think about it. My honorable mention is Dairy Queen.
1: Definitely a sleeper pick. They're very good. Like their chicken tenders are money.
0: Dairy Queen, I think, is one of the more slept-on fast food restaurants, specifically for the burger. Nobody wants to talk about it, but the Dairy Queen burger is an absolute sleeper Mm -hmm. when talking fast food burgers, and it's priced well. Go get Mm -hmm. yourself a Dairy Queen burger. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. If if, if you're looking for something fresh, if you're looking for something filling, a Dairy Queen burger does the job. Definitely a nostalgic look um, to the restaurant, but Dairy Queen is in there at my honorable mention. Gotcha. At my number three, Brad, I'm with you with the in and out in and out has a special place in my heart. It, it And it's like West Coast people, you know what we're talking about. Getting like the animal style specifically has potential to be a number one item, has potential to be an MVP mm-hmm. caliber, caliber uh, menu item. But we have to look at it as a whole good prices for sure if you're getting things without animal animal style i think it's just kind. Con- it's just good in my opinion
1: it's, it's average not, it's not even it's, yeah. like it's not even good it's like exactly somewhat
0: specifically high. the fries i think the, the fries while they are fresh they're a little bit like colder not colder but just like not really there with the mcdonald's with the wendy's with the burger kings of the world mm-hmm. but um give me in and out for the vibes mm-hmm. at number three at number two, give me raising canes. Oh, I that is disrespectful. Love, I love some raising canes, and I, whenever I go there, I think I walk out three pounds heavier because I will inhale that food. And like, <laughs> if Elijah was on this podcast right now, he would be laughing and just saying how I ugly eat it, and mm. that is exactly what happens. I put the tenders on the toast. I, I put the fries on a toast. I get the sauce and the hot sauce, dude. It's ugly, but it is so good. And I like <laughs> food. That food kind of reminds me of a time, and it reminds me of being in Flagstaff uh, after a day of skiing and coming coming back home, and then stopping at Cane's on the way back. Mm-hmm. So Cane's definitely. Oh my gosh, amazing food. And my number one, Brad, the Triple Crown, the uh, this the veteran in this league. Give me Taco Bell, and oh was, my god, it was no question. It was always Taco <laughs> Bell. It was always going to be Taco Bell. They've always done everything right. They have new items almost every month, and they're fantastic. All of them. It's open late. It's cheap. You can get such good value. Quality of food, nah, maybe Hi. not. I, don't, I ain't getting it unless I'm on a road trip or it's past twelve a.m. That's the two times I'm getting Taco Bell. But okay. every time it hits,
1: yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't hate Taco Bell at one. I think if they have a cult following, they yeah. have a cult following. But um, raising canes at two is just not. Nah, sorry. None of you. It's not me. It's it's. It's good, and that so- that sauce there is different. But everything else is like, eh, I li- you know, you play the game without it. It's like a long snapper, you know. It's it's okay. Um, Plus, <laughs> my dad, he's a funny guy. He's like, you know, uh, we had a Chick-fil-A here for 10, 12, 15 years or whatever. And a Raising Cane's gets erected across the street from Chick-fil-A. And, you know, Chick-fil-A, they have some, like – biblical tendencies like you know they don't work on Sunday um Cain moves across the street and my dad being the Christian <laughs> he is he just looks at raising Cain's having never seen one and he was like I'm not eating there and I was like why and he's like because Cain killed Abel and they moved across the street from uh chick-fil-a I just I'm not eating there and I was like hey fair hey, enough
0: You're yeah. calling out my calling on my pick here but uh listen I'm gonna stand by it and you know when push comes to shove business is cut throughout out here I'm not here to comment on the the ethical or moral decisions that that Raising Cane's in specific made <laughs> but I but I am here to say that they have fantastic sauce fries and chicken tenders so mm-hmm. there you go yep.
1: yep I'm
0: also gonna say if Jake Moody hits a 50-yard field goal on this possession, I will be a very happy man.
1: I would highly appreciate T.J. Hawkinson going over 100 yards. I yeah. would uh, probably do a lot of illegal things for that, but oh, um, yeah, that's 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 a good fast food talk. I think I think I don't think there was any picks in there that anyone's going to be you know opposed to. Raising Canes is a personal thing for me, but other than that, I, I like where you are coming from.
0: Yeah. Um. Thank you. Thank you, Brad. Um. So we've talked a lot. We've done a lot of drafts. We're, we're we're making some good time here. Should we just head into our our top five draft to to round it out? Do you got Do you got anything else you got you want to talk about?
1: Um. Let's let's talk a little bit of the word right now. Let's um, let's get into it. I, I wanted to get into that a little bit. Um you said you're finishing up Revelation, right? Yes. Yeah, so for the people that don't know, Ethan read the Bible cover to cover, or he's in the process and he's finishing it up right now. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your uh oh, Jake Moody's out there. 55.
0: Jake, if if anything, I need it now. Let's go, Jake. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. He hit it.
1: There you go. Um,
0: I'm currently in the lead. Oh my gosh.
1: Um, yes. So I was going to ask you after reading cover to cover. You know, this is not your first time doing that, is it?
0: This is my first time.
1: Okay. Well, even even though you're you're well versed, what is your favorite book of the Bible? And oh my gosh. What what uh do you tend to lean like if you were to have it if you didn't read the Bible for a year, what would be the first book you would read slash would you prefer to read something Old Testament or New Testament?
0: So, are you saying if if I was to recommend something to a non-reader
1: No, just like personal opinion. Like what do you you really – like what book hits home the most for you?
0: Oh, okay, okay. So personally, I love like making connections. And something that I really appreciated and I almost feel like I took for granted as I moved through it was the prophecies. So like Jeremiah I'm thinking of – Oh, my gosh, I'm blanking on the other. Isaiah. Prophecy. Isaiah's in there. There's one that starts with an E.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Esther?
0: No, not Esther. So it's it's. Uh, Malachi is one. Isaiah, Jeremiah. Yeah. Isaiah. Daniel, Ezekiel. Ezekiel is what I was thinking of, sorry. Oh. Ezekiel. But those really stood out to me and really engaged me in terms of like what they were talking about, because like all those people were talking about, you know, when Jesus is coming and they were like making these like very vague, um, vague assumptions about what was going to happen. And like Jesus very often in the New Testament, as you go on to read through that and you get to the New Testament, you, you see all the stuff that Jesus is saying. And then he often quotes Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, those guys. And like, that's really cool to me to be like, oh my gosh, like, it must've been so crazy hearing what those like prophetic guys were saying and then being like, yeah, but that's kind (laughs) of crazy. And then like, being like when Jesus came being like, Oh, so they were really onto something is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. But, um, the prophecies for sure. I'm also a big Acts Romans guy. I think the whole story of the disciples going out and starting the church really interests me. And again, like I love making connections. Like I love looking at the map while I read the story to see where exactly they go. Yeah. And, like Kind of drawing it all out, like through the map overall mm-hmm. and just kind of seeing like all the different places. But I would say if I had to choose something, it would be those prophecies or you get into like the acts of the disciples and acts Romans James, First Peter, Second Peter, First John, Second John, etc.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't honestly. I haven't read those. Um, I definitely need to get more Old Testament um, knowledge for sure. Um, sad note. I saw a guy with a license plate today that was it just said Psalm twenty one. I've never seen someone do like a Bible verse or like a Bible chapter like that mm-hmm. on their license plate. So I thought that was cool. That's pretty um, tough, yeah. But um, yeah, I haven't I haven't read those. I, I definitely need to get into them. Acts I thought was like a little bit overrated. Like everyone was like, "Oh, you gotta read it! You gotta read it!" And then I read it, and I was like, eh. "It's cool because you get to like see where they were moving and like how Paul came around and all that."
0: I'll say this: it, after getting through the Old Testament and the um, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, after getting through all that. I think Acts kind of presents itself as more of an easier read. And so I think that's why a lot of people are drawn to it because I feel like it's a lot easier to digest than like mm-hmm. all the parables that Jesus would talk about or just the old Testament language at times. That's my yeah. take on that. I just feel like it's a little bit easier to digest.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I feel that. Um, yeah. I was just curious since, you know, you just read it back and forth.
0: Yeah. I will say I loved the old Testament stories. Like the old Testament stories carry a lot of weight. And, um, one that I specifically am thinking about is the story of Jonah. You heard a lot of as a kid, but I think I was talking to you about this in Arizona one time, Brad, but, um, the story of Jonah, I feel like is different when you read it when you're older and you Mm kind of see like, the ending and you're like, wait, what was that even all about? Like, I just thought this guy, you know, got spit up and he's going to go carry on his vocation, his, his journey. And then the mm-hmm. end happens and you're like, wait, this was the whole thing. Yeah. That was, that was one where I was very engaged and like, was leaving. Like, what, what was that? What did that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, the story of Samson obviously is a classic. Marnie. Yeah. The Psalms and the Proverbs is something that I definitely want to read read through again. I think I think I took those for granted. Uh, there were times during my Bible read through where it seemed like I was reading it but my eyes were just kind of like yeah, you know, going from page to page and I think Psalms and Proverbs is something I definitely need to come back to.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a lot I've started noticing there's a lot of good proverbs in there where you're just like maybe even just like a line but the one that I had sent you Cole and Elijah like I may mean, I don't know it's probably a couple months ago at this point my friend Blake did a sermon on and it was just it was so good because it was about basically like how sin tricks you into committing it essentially and it was really good but um I really like uh I really like Joshua that's my favorite probably old testament thing I've read so far cuz it's just like literally a like lot of war talking,
0: stories right
1: Yeah it's literally just like <laughs> It's like Lord of the Rings. Like you could just take <laughs> yeah. a chapter of Joshua out and put it into Lord of the Rings and it would basically fit. So, um,
0: yeah, I'm excited I, to go back and revisit those old ones because I feel like there's a lot of things that I missed.
1: Mm-hmm. But I like Joshua. Um, and then in the New Testament, I'm kind of, uh, I mean, Matthew's like good, but I feel like I've read it quite a few times now. Right. Um, I really like Peter, honestly.
0: Yeah, First Peter, Second Peter.
1: Yeah, I really like Peter a lot. That and uh, Ephesians is good. Philippians mm-hmm. is really good. Um,
0: yeah, right. so those those are like where Paul is going to all those places and like preaching mm-hmm. to the different churches. I love Ephesians too, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's a great book.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's really all I got. Though I was just curious if you wanna. Move into so what, the draft.
0: Well, I'm, I'm curious. I want to throw this question back at you, Kanda. I know you, like, talked about it a little bit, but what parts of the Bible have specifically stuck out the most to you? And I also want to know, like, what your, like, reading goal is right now. So, like, I'm, you know, reading through the whole thing, but are you, like, doing, like, plans, like, reading a little bit here, a little bit there, or how does that look?
1: So... um really i don't I guess I don't really have a goal right now I, I probably should honestly i'm I'm just kind of trying to read things that I haven't read you know like yeah. I've read um like I you can reread certain things in the Bible multiple times which I've done but i I really was like making a making it a point to read what I haven't read you know like I don't want to read the same thing over and over again plus I want to learn new things so right now I'm reading Luke which I have not read mm. um and it, it's been good but then we're also reading Hebrews as a part of my Bible study which I've which I've read in the past but um understanding it on like a deeper level is like it, it's crazy bro like because yeah. I have to kind of you know really grasp it for the other people and right. um, sometimes you don't do that when you're just reading on your own and just the wrinkles of Hebrews that are like in there that it's not Blatantly written on the page is just like crazy to me. Um,
0: Hebrews is a really good one.
1: Yeah, uh, but I would say, like I said, I think probably Philippians is my favorite book, but um, I also like Peter. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I, I I wasn't too crazy about First and Second Peter. Um, Hebrews, mm-hmm. I would say is Hebrews and Ephesians were the, are the two in there that I think I resonate with in terms of ones that I enjoyed reading. So what did you like, what did you like about first and second Peter?
1: Peter is just like, and I mean, if you watch the chosen, he's like this in the chosen too, which I think they did a good job. He's just so direct, you know, mm-hmm. like he's not messing around. Like some of these other people will kind of dance around and like, you know, they're kind of getting to the point they're like oh i'll get to it i'll get to it like hebrews is a very like i'm gonna mention this in chapter five and then i'll get to it in chapter seven kind of thing peter he like the way he wrote it it was like right in your face and he was like you know um love god with all your heart like he he's saying directly what he means and he's not trying to sugarcoat it or anything like james is a very similar book where he's like right in your face and he's like Christ is King, and here's why. And, yeah. Uh,
0: Again, easily digestible. Yeah, yeah. Like you're not you're not getting like parables. You're not having mm-hmm. to interpret at all. It's just like here's what you got to do.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: so I can appreciate that.
1: So, um, that's that's probably my favorite book. I also really resonate with the parable of the lost, um, the lost sheep. From Matthew, where he talks about, you know, the shepherd rejoices much more of the, much more over the sheep that went astray and he found than the ninety nine that like never left, it's and uh, yeah, so I I resonate really well with that. And uh, when I was kind of first getting into reading, that was one of the first things I read that I was just like, damn, he really does love me, <laughs> you know. Mm,
0: he does, man. That's awesome. Yeah, those, those stories that you resonate with, too, those ones, like, hit very close to home. Mm-hmm. So I can, I can see why. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I know we talked about this, I think, last week or maybe two weeks ago, but favorite Bible verses. Hebrews 4.12, really, uh, I forgot to mention that one last week. But for the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword and piercing even to the dividing of soul and spirit spirit of both joints and marrow and quick to discern the thoughts and intents of the heart and mm-hmm. that i went to a sermon earlier this summer and the the pastor was talking about like that specific passage and i just thought it was so cool and so fascinating and it kind of like made me think of what i want my next tattoo to be and, like, I, I think I would really, really want to get a sword, but that, that's a conversation for
1: another time. Um, when we did that, when we read that chapter for my Bible study, that was, like, one of the days where I had told everyone. Well, it's the only time I told everyone after I had read it, I was like, everyone bring, like, a Bible verse that, you, like, really speaks to you, you know? Yeah. Um. So, like, when we read the chapter, we could read that verse and then, you know, relate it to other verses that pierce, like, a sword to us, you know?
0: Oh, that's sick. Yeah. That's sick. But um, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff indeed. It's always good talking the word. It's always good talking about Jesus. We love it. We're passionate about it. And um, if you have any questions about anything, not that it's not like we're more educated or anything, but if you ever just need someone to talk to, to digest biblical stories, to digest concepts that you aren't sure about, uh, Bradley and I are here to, to be listening ears and to lend our hearts and lend our minds to whatever you have to say. And we'd love to talk and shoot back and forth if that's something that you're interested in. Don't feel like you have to, obviously, but just know <laughs> that you got people here that would love to talk about it. So very cool. Let's get into hitting a little pivot here. Let's get into our main card for the night. We talked about the two preliminary drafts. We have a main card. And that is the top five states in the United States, mm-hmm. the top five states, starting with number five, working your way down to number one, and we'll throw in an honorable mention as well. Brad, would you like me to start
1: on this one? You start, but let's go back and forth. So maybe do your honorable mention and your fifth state, and then I'll do my honorable mention and my fifth state. and then you do <laughs> fourth and then I'll do my fourth and back. So, all right. So
0: my honorable mention is Florida. I don't Mm -hmm. think it deserved a spot in the top five. It's not Mm -hmm. like super clean. It's not super amazing, but I just have a lot of memories there as a kid, you know, visiting Daytona, visiting Destin, all the beach places in Florida. And it's just a go-to vacation spot. Everyone and their mother probably has a billion memories from when they went to Florida. So I thought it deserved a mention, although did not make it into my top five for reasons that I appreciate more than vacations.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My number five, this might be an out-of-left-field pick, Brad, and <laughs> just hang with me. My number five pick is
1: Kentucky. Whoa. Yes. That ain't out of left field. That's out of space. That's the guy we
0: called up from the minors three days ago, and he's getting to bat in the ninth inning. Kentucky is my number five, and there is something about driving through. So Kentucky has always been a drive-through state for me, where I'm going somewhere, I'm driving through it. Driving through that state is so gorgeous to me. I think the rolling hills, um, the one-lane highways – the cliffs, everything about that state is naturally beautiful, without all of the people, without all of the people. There's, it's not a very populated state until you get into Louisville and stuff. But mm-hmm. I, you know, I have family that used to live in Louisville. I've I've been there quite a few times. The food is fantastic, um, really good barbecue, really good, just American uh, comfort food, and just a naturally beautiful green rolling hills state that doesn't get a lot of credit and i think it should get some more so gimme kentucky at number 5
1: okay i don't i don't hate that it's it's definitely a personal pick you know i i, I want to say that oh um you saw that? that yeah that is definitely a personal pick you know that's 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 for you but you know that you got your guy you you got your guy and that's fine um for me, Kentucky ain't even seeing daylight. wait can you
0: know, I right? can I hold on can I ask a question So when you pick them, am I not allowed to pick them anymore?
1: No 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 you can you can pick them I think but I'm gonna I'm gonna stay you, you mentioned so we, the state. we
0: can have we can have the same state on our list, right?
1: Oh for sure yeah okay, one okay. of my you already took one of the states that I'm gonna take okay. um My honorable mention for this draft, and a lot of people will hate this, California. I, I wanna I want pick California high, I really do. It's gorgeous, they have the best weather, they have every geography you could possibly want. The problem is that the state is going down the toilet and it is so expensive, like so expensive. So, you know, I always say like California would be the best state to live in if it wasn't $9 for a gallon of gas, you know, like it, you just can't get around that. You just can't unless you're like you got three roommates, a YouTube channel, a podcast yeah. and a full time job. So um, so I'm sorry, California, you're low on my list. I wish I could put you higher, but that's that's the reality. I love you, but. There's no love lost here at all. Um, my, jeez, uh, I got to say my fifth pick is probably, uh, this is tough. You know, there's a lot of players I want in the game, but I'm going to go ahead and put Texas at five I like Texas. It's super cool there. I like the people. I like the cities. Um, The food is amazing. Uh, You know, you can't beat the, like, down-home cooking they got. And just Austin is amazing. Dallas is pretty cool. It's not my favorite, but it's cool. Um, So I got to put Texas in there. It's not my favorite place to go, but I think it deserves some light, especially with, you know, the – the price of everything there is super cheap. Everything's affordable. The people are cool. The people are super, uh, super helpful in my experience. Um, so I got Texas at five. Sure.
0: Texas barely
1: missed my list. So mm. I, I can resonate a little bit with that. A high Good key, tickets. high key beautiful state that people don't talk about how beautiful it is.
0: Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Um, my number four, give me Colorado. Yeah, am my number four? I, I absolutely love the state of Colorado. I've been there. I, well, I technically, I lived there. My sister was born there, but I don't remember I was just a baby. But um, very green state. I love mm. a naturally beautiful state, and Colorado mm. is right in there in the upper echelon of the naturally beautiful states. Uh, the mountains for skiing. I, I've personally never skied there, but I've seen pictures, I've seen videos. My parents have gone there a lot. They've talked very highly of it. You know, our good buddy Parker spent some time in Colorado as well. Mm-hmm. I've I've hiked the Continental Divide. I did that as a senior in high school. The most I talk about going out in nature. It's the most breathtaking view I've ever seen in my entire life. When is when I was in Colorado. Spent five days in the woods. I did. And um, been to Denver, been to Colorado Springs. I love it. The air is fresh. It's it's just a very gorgeous state. So give me Colorado for.
1: So are we? Can I draft states I haven't been to? Is that like illegitimate? You know. I like, mean, I don't, I it don't is wanna, what
0: it is. It is what it is. You pick what you want, but I'm definitely going to judge you if you haven't been there because you wouldn't know firsthand.
1: Uh, let's do states we've been to then. Okay. If you've Mine are on that. Okay, good. Because I don't, I don't want to be illegitimate. But there's some states here, you know, I want to give respect to, but I don't. I also oh, don't. I
0: know for sure what state you're going to be putting up there, and it's a state that I haven't been to, <sighs> that definitely would be up there for me.
1: So, I, I just don't want to. You know, I don't want to be illegitimate towards yeah. states because there's some states out there I love, but I just haven't made it to yet. You know, like Montana. I want to go to Montana. It looks so beautiful but i just haven't made it there yet, you know. Yeah. Um so at 4, i guess i really i really got to got to put myself between a rock and a hard place here. But i'm going to go ahead and take uh i'm going to take Tennessee. Tennessee is right there with Kentucky, similar shape, you know. Uh, Nashville is awesome. Tennessee, the Blue Ridge Mountains awesome music awesome food awesome this is a shout out to honestly elijah he's gonna be <laughs> yeah te- he's gonna be texting me about this and being like yeah you know what's uh <laughs> you know because he's from tennessee people but uh yeah i gotta take tennessee at four I, I think it's super underrated but i think it's growing at the same time like people are starting to get to know tennessee just because of nashville but um yeah i'll take tennessee
0: to comment on that, I have been to Tennessee like twice. I, I I could see it possibly cracking in the top five and taking out Kentucky, but like the only places I really went to were was Cleveland, Tennessee, and I went to Chattanooga. I loved Chattanooga. Chattanooga was awesome, but hmm. I haven't been to Nashville. I like drove through Memphis one time, but I think I just haven't had enough experience to really include it in conversation. But I see the hype. I don't know if I'm sold on the Nashville stuff yet. I think it's from what I've heard, it seems a little overrated.
1: Oh, yeah, that, for sure.
0: Yeah, that might be a little, you know, whatever. I don't know. But, okay, so Tennessee at four for you. Now, my top three, this is when things get a little, I, I'm not sure what to do. So, I think at number three, I'm going to go with Michigan. Oh and I homegrown so for y'all listening I grew up uh,
1: let me just get it out of the way Michigan is my number three too
0: hey hey come on Midwest stand up so I was I originally had Michigan higher I called an audible but um I grew up in Michigan for those of you that are listening and I spent my whole life there absolutely took the lakes for granted Growing up 25 minutes away from Lake Michigan was so underrated. And I didn't realize it until I didn't have water next to me anymore, but Mm -hmm. you could do anything and everything in Michigan. You get all four seasons, fresh air, the trees changing colors in the fall. You get true fall, you get a true summer, you get a true spring and a true winter. If you like the seasons, every season is in its truest form when you're in Michigan. A Michigan summer is undefeated, and you need to just be there to know what I'm talking about. Go visit Michigan. Have yourself a summer. Go to the lakes. You know, go boating. But in the winter, bundle up. If you're a fan of the cold, it gets cold there. (laughs) Shout out Grand Rapids. Shout out Granville. um, Shout out all the people that are there that I grew up with and that I'm friends with. But Michigan has everything that you could want and and more. So, give me Michigan.
1: Michigan is on the board as a state that I would like to live in. Mm. I mean, all of these are states that I would like to live in, but Michigan is probably the most feasible, I would think. Um, it's just different, The different part of the Midwest. the 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 Lake Michigan side, the beaches over there, gorgeous the water is clear as day like it's amazing um the the woods and like just the like geography i guess like the the actual topography of michigan is amazing like you don't think we have that in the midwest but we do um now i'm gonna denigrate a little bit up i can live without the up i'm not gonna lie what why i mean it is white trash as white trash gets up oh
0: come on it is not it might it might be it might be like if you're talking about demographics it might be predominantly white but it ain't white trash you gotta find the right places man
1: I don't know, if, man.
0: If, you're, if you're into fishing, if you're into quadding, if you're into doing anything outdoors, UP is better than anything in the Lower Peninsula when it comes to that kind of stuff. Whoa. I am, he- I, I am hesitant towards it simply because it is freezing up there in the winter, and I'm not a fan of the cold, which, spoiler alert for my next couple states, but um, I'm not a fan of the cold at all, so – I like to find myself in the lower peninsula, but I have spent some time in the UP. If you're, Brad, if you're gonna sit on this panel and talk about the naturally beautiful parts of Michigan, the mm-hmm. UP needs to be in that conversation. Right. Lake Petoskey, um, Mackinac Bridge, any of those areas of North Houghton, you, you find the topography really sticking out. But you know, you get into the controversy of, is the UP really part of Wisconsin? Should it be Canada? I don't know, I'm not going to be here for that conversation. You tell me what you think, but
1: it's it's a part of Michigan, but it, it needs to be talked about as you know the there's there's two sects of people right there up up there sorry um the people that take acid and paint, and the people <laughs> that t- take meth and shoot guns and yeah
0: definitely
1: i don't I, sorry, that's just how it is. I don't make the rules. But, hey, you um, might
0: be, you might be somewhat right there. You might. Uh,
1: let's let's hear your second pick, Michigan. We've done enough of this, you know, blowing up Michigan's head. Let's <laughs> yeah. uh...
0: hey, go, blue. Yeah, um, okay. right. My right. number two, my number two is Arizona.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I absolutely loved Arizona, and this has been my theme. I feel like of the whole list, but not realizing what I had until it was gone. I am not a fan of the cold, so Arizona is perfect for that. But <laughs> Arizona also had just every type of landscape that you could want was there. The only thing that it was missing was like beach access. There wasn't a beach. There was fresh water, you know, lakes and stuff, but it's not like you're going to a beach, you're sitting on a cliff basically and Brad can speak on that too. but um, the mountains I'm a very I'm a very nature naturey naturally beautiful kind of person. The mountains, the hikes, I love being outside and hiking. I love going on runs and all of that stuff I could do at every single part of the year in Arizona. I loved the people. I freaking loved the food and you guys have heard me be passionate about food already on this podcast, but I freaking loved the food. Um, the people were phenomenal. We had a really good church there. The city of Phoenix overall, I think was a very ease of access kind of city. I thought it was pretty easy to get around that downtown area. Um, and just the mountains and everything, just looking around the sunsets, everything about it was just awesome. And then going up to Flagstaff in the winter to ski was undefeated. Flagstaff was such a good little weekend getaway spot. Sedona Mm -hmm. as well a good little weekend getaway spot I never I never went to Tucson never got to experience that but there's just so many things to love about Arizona but if you hate really hot weather get out of there for the summer because that ain't Mm -hmm. that you Mm -hmm. but Arizona is my number two Brad
1: I mean it's I, I like it I I I wish it had a spot in my draft. It definitely go honorable mention or um, maybe maybe fifth, maybe fifth or fourth. It could be in there, but the the the, the problem with Arizona is it's just too uh, too hot for me. Just Mm -hmm. a little too hot. I would live in Flag, but Phoenix is a little too hot. Um, that being said, my number two pick already been picked at your honorable mention spot florida is elite i'm sorry but it is elite um it has you know some of the most beautiful beaches in the u.s i think there's maybe a couple other states that can sort of compete but they're not you know florida still has a chance and it's a damn good chance but i love florida we we took that trip to the keys i'll never forget that trip to the keys that was a fantastic trip it was amazing i i hope i can do that again someday but the keys are gorgeous Clearwater beach if you've ever been there tampa is awesome it has miami which is awesome um so yeah i gotta take florida there i love florida to death and uh that's another selling me
0: you're kind of selling me a little bit on florida
1: it's another one of those states that I could I could definitely move to or see moving to if I had, like, a little spot, like, near the water, on the water. Um, oh, my gosh. He choked but, uh, it. He choked yeah, it. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what do you think?
0: Um. Yeah, you definitely sold me a little bit on Florida. I almost want to move Florida into my five spot and put Kentucky down, but I'm going to stick to what I got right now. Because I, I have – Florida is one of those states that I think I've visited the most. And I think I've visited the most of the state. Like, I've been to, like, the big beach towns, Fort Myers, Daytona, Destin. Um, you got uh, – what is – is Pensacola? Is that one? Am I, I think, tripping?
1: I, no I don't idea. know. I'm
0: tripping. But, um, golf, no golfers, but, like, all those all those beach towns is, like, spring break. And then you go to the Keys. But I've also been to – um. Jacksonville. My brother lived in Jacksonville for a year, so I got to go experience that city. Shout out Trevor Lawrence. I saw Trevor Lawrence's first overall game as a Jacksonville Jaguar. It was preseason. Tim Tebow did catch a pass, but um, it was a good time. I I didn't I didn't mind Florida at all. I guess I was just speaking on more of a nostalgic part of me that viewed Florida. But going into my number one, Brad, mm-hmm. it is. a that has been talked about already and I got California at my number one oh which might be a steaming hot take oh but God. I everything about that state is perfect to me except everything that's going on right now in terms of the politics, the government, what's happening with like just just the fact that this state can't seem to find their way out of the headlines. Is like a huge red flag. But man, if that state was under good leadership, it would be a prime. It'd be it would be the the wagyu stake of states.
1: Hey y'all, we got a math teacher over here advocating for the state that's banning math scores. So I just okay. want y'all to know. Listen, that. I
0: said everything about everything except all of like that, you know, the hearsay and the talk and the laws and stuff. Take all that out. California is by far the most naturally beautiful state, in my opinion. You get everything, anything and everything. Talk about a gorgeous beach. The entire coast. I mean, I haven't visited the entire coast. But, man, I'm speaking solely on – the. oh, my gosh. Mm. Niners Niners are trash. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for coming out. Laguna Beach. Laguna Beach, that's all I have to say. San Diego, Coronado Beach, all those places were just phenomenal. Fresh breeze. I would love to live in California. Honestly, I would I would do it. I would suck it up for a year and just live there and see how much I liked it. If I was like in debt, I'd probably move out, but I would need to see it through. I would need to see it through. So, give yeah. me California, my number one. The views are breathtaking. I just I every time I go there, I have a really good experience and I just I love
1: it. Yeah, I mean, I I love California too, for all the reasons that you love California. But I also hate California for all the reasons that you hate California. So, I can't I can't really say anything else besides that. Besides, I I just can't overlook the just the uh, mediocrity of the politics of that state. And yeah. you know, it's it's sad, honestly. It's it's sad because I can't even imagine what California would be like if they had their shit together to be frank um but i i i don't have a problem with that pick my number one and uh ethan i know you don't know nothing about this but i'm gonna speak on it um i have to take hawaii just at my number one took a trip there took a trip there maybe three three years ago four years ago four years ago About, about four um it is like California on steroids as far as how beautiful it is just it literally looks like the set of Jurassic Park without the Tyrannosaurus Rex. like it's just it's crazy. Well I was talking about the beaches of Florida like it, they don't hold a candle to what Hawaii has. Um, you know I love the snorkel even though I don't really get to anymore. Hawaii snorkeling is insane. I got some good stories about that, but um, yeah, Hawaii is just one of the most naturally beautiful states I've ever seen in my life. And it's actually more expensive than California is. I know I'm kind of going back on my word here, but it makes up for it almost. And it's just like out of this world, gorgeous. I wish I could live there someday but um yeah I'm going to take Hawaii at one.
0: Yeah, it's it's one of those places that is a bucket a bucket list place and Brad, I will live my entire life telling my myself, my future kids that that is the one trip that I wish I would have just sucked it up and went on because I was so just caught up in the money stuff at that time that I mm-hmm. was like I don't know if like this is good for my finances. Dude, I should have just sucked it up and went. Like that was such a a douche move by me to just pull out. But I will visit Hawaii at some point in my life. You know what my students said today about Hawaii? We were actually talking about Hawaii today. They said only old people go to Hawaii. And I was like, what? And they were like, yeah, if you go to Hawaii, you're like old. I was like, is Hawaii like not a thing anymore? Like, are we not? Are we going to sit here and act like it's not a beautiful Uh, place?
1: Y'all can produce that narrative. I am going to go enjoy the beautiful beaches of Hawaii exactly less of it it. yeah honolulu gorgeous city i mean i just i'll advocate for hawaii in every spot that i can so yeah yeah well this this has been a long pod we were like yeah let's record a little a little something something we'll you know (laughs) 30 40 minutes in and out this has turned into damn near a hour and 30 minute long podcast, but it's, it's all good.
0: Yeah. Uh, Hey, we're having fun. We're doing it for the people.
1: (laughs) I don't know. You guys are still with us, not bored of us.
0: Yeah. I feel, I feel like there, I could definitely see some places where we could have lost them, but you know what? Here we are. We talked about States. We talked about fast food. We've talked about supermarkets and we've talked (laughs) about God and all of those things compile into one just conglomerate of an amazing podcast Mm -hmm. (laughs) brad any last words for the people before we
1: head out of here uh if you're listening to this there should be at least two to three podcasts out by now so hopefully this isn't the second episode you listen to go listen to our other episodes if they're out they should be um we appreciate you guys sticking with us um sorry that uh one of the three is not here. We're two thirds tonight. That's not our fault. Blame Elijah. Well, uh, honestly, it went better without him. Low key. Uh, yeah, honestly, you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't even know if we need him. We should just cut yeah. his salary and pay yeah. both of us instead. Yeah, let's fill our pockets, huh? I'm saying, but um, shout out Beth, you're goaded. You're you're editing this podcast out of the kindness of your heart. We appreciate it,
0: Beth. I've never met you, but truly, you are the goat. So thank you so much
1: hmm that's all I got and
0: uh all right word uh I will pray us out today Brad so if you are listening you can bow your heads if you're driving please don't close your eyes and uh here we go Lord Jesus thank you so much for Monday nights thank you so much for this life that we get to live and God specifically something that I thank you for tonight is just the ability to have conversation and the ability to listen to people and to give your two cents and your opinions and just create an environment where both people get to share their minds. So God, I thank you that as people we get to experience that kind of thing. Lord, as we move on for the rest of this week, I pray that you might put us into positions where some of those conversations we might integrate you into. And Lord, I pray that you might plant some seeds into into some people's minds about hearing you for the first time or being more interested into what you have to offer. And Lord, I pray specifically for those people with heavy hearts today, God. And if anybody is out there listening or not listening, that's going through things, Lord, may you walk with them. May you draw them near to you. And God, may you just be a loving presence for them to lean on God. Um, Lord, I thank you for Brad. I thank you for Elijah. I thank you for these guys that I have in my life that I get to walk with and to talk about Jesus with. And uh, yeah, God, thank you for everything And we pray for a safe rest of our week and a fun, action-packed, filled rest of the week. Got a lot of fun things to look forward to, Lord. So walk with us in that. Lord, thank you for everything. And may we have a great rest of our night. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. Take it easy. We will see you when we see you. Peace out. Peace.